John 7, verse 37 and 38. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Hey fam, I know. Are you excited? Well, I'm excited. It hasn't been a month. All right, let me adjust my mic. I'm so sorry about the um, audio quality of last episode. I'm trying to get used to my new setup, which is in my daughter's room. Um, And it's using a tripod where if you've been around long enough, you know that I used to just record with my phone in upside down in a mug. And I guess I, based on the desk that I had in Jinjin and based on the office chair and everything else, I'd kind of worked out how to set up my phone so that it was the best quality recording without my deep breathing and all the random noises that no one wants to hear on a podcast. So I'm hoping I have spent about 47 seconds trying to work out where the best location is for this and I believe I have it right but like I said 47 seconds probably wasn't enough of an investment into improving my audio quality but hey optimistic me is pretty excited that I spent 45 seconds trying to at least improve it from last time. I wanted to share with you a little bit oh and Okay, for real, after thanking everyone for still being my friend and still choosing to listen to me um, after I uploaded that episode, which was whatever, last week, I checked analytics. Guys, you, it was like there was even more downloads than there was last time. <clears throat> so where uh, I get to a point where I my insecurities and then all my negative self-talk, I'm like, maybe there's something wrong with the analytics. Like maybe there's a glitch in the system because, um, yeah, last week, the last seven downloads were actually higher. So, okay, so let me – actually, no, I'm not going to put figures out there because I knew figures made me super insecure. So I don't want to put numbers out there to make people insecure. But we averaged half – Last week, in the last seven days, because my analytics works on a seven-day cycle based on um, the – so it's the last seven days and then it gives you a different download number for the episode that was last published. So if I published a month ago, it'll give me a figure for that and then it gives me a figure for the last seven days. In the last seven days, we averaged half of the highest download numbers – that I've had for an episode and that was pretty epic that I was just like praise the Lord thank you Jesus so thank you for you who are still listening to me um, I continue to pray over this ministry and um, you know I haven't stopped the podcast because I do really like hanging out with you guys and 
um, hearing from you when you um, DM me and just as there's like a really awesome community that God has allowed me um, to have within this podcast space and that's why I'm still here even though life has gotten a little bit crazy and you know working full-time yeah has really impacted a lot of my personal ministries so anyway thank you Um, I pray that I can continue to be a blessing for you as much as you guys are a blessing for me. So back to what I wanted to share today, which is um, there's two more episodes that I'm going to do that were just some real beautiful insights that I had while I was on the mission trip, which kind of really stood out um, on a level that I kind of really wanted to share with everyone. There was a ton of things that really spoke to my heart and I guess I kind of want to share all of them, but there was two that I felt was, yeah, I just felt really impressed that I needed to record an episode on. And I think with the other ones, I'll just continue to write stuff. I'm going to tell you, no one knows. So this is just you guys. I've actually started writing a book, um, which I'm kind of really excited about. It's one of those things I don't know if I've ever wanted to write a book, but I've had so many people through social media and um, people that I kind of know on a personal level who are like, Kat, like you should write a book, like you should write a book. And when people say it so many times, you get to a point where I felt I needed to give it to God and and to truly ask God if that's what he wanted me to do. And um, yes, I've really been praying about it and... you know, I I, I want to blame the like the ADD stuff, like <laughs> ADHD and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's just like I feel like if, if any of you could just be in my head for like half a day, I yeah I feel like there's a part of the creative being that God gives us that is just constantly creating in your mind like sometimes I'll be walking around and I'll be like wow that's an awesome photo right there and it's as though I almost take a picture and like close my eyes and just burn that image into my mind because I'm like that was epic that was such a cool um whatever like a flower or a landscape scene or Sometimes when I'm up shopping, which is only sometimes, um, when I'm up shopping, sometimes I just see like something really cool and I'm like, that's, that's cool. Anyway, so my mind, I feel is just constantly being bombarded by thoughts, content, creative ideas, business ideas, um, templates for my counseling practice, just a lot of stuff. Anyway, so I don't even know where I was going with that, but okay, so I'm writing a book. Don't know when it'll get released, but I've made it, I've made a commitment to write. I haven't even given myself a specific number, but every week I have to make like write, um, even if it's 10 minutes or if it's an hour, but I just, I write. So I've just finished doing, um, the intro whatever that's called in a book. Um, anyway, done that bit and I've worked out my chapters and 
briefly have an idea of like the direction of each chapter. So anyway, I'll let you know when that comes out. So that's what I was saying. So whatever I don't share on the podcast will be either shared through my social media, whether it's through my personal one or through my Instagram, which is kind of more my counseling slash personal stuff, or it'll be in the book. So one or the other. But the two points I wanted to share with you, which I'll only share one today because then I can give you a separate episode on the other one, given that I've just spent nearly 10 minutes on this intro. Um, Okay, so the shower situation in East Timor was basically like a real big tub that had a lid and you'd take the lid off and you'd use, it was like a scoop, like a scoop, like a ladle. And you would scoop water out of this big tub and you'd pour the scoop of water over your body to kind of wet your body. And if you're washing your hair, you'd end up using quite a lot more scoops just to get your hair wet. Then you'd like soap up, do whatever you needed to do, scrub hair. So you're in the cold shower, wet, no warm water to keep your body at a nice temperature while you lather up. And then you rinse off. And the hassle was is that the amount of water you used to have a shower was proportionate to the amount of water you were going to have to go and collect to top the tub back up. So you kind of didn't want to use too much water to rinse off because if you ended up using half the tub, that meant you're going to have to go and fill up half a tub. So you kind of didn't use a lot of water. You kind of never washed the soap off properly unless you used a lot of water. So there were some days where I'm like, you know what, I actually need a good clean today because I'm filthy. And you'd end up using half a tub of water and then Stevie would have to go get water or I would have to go get water. This was when we're staying at the guest house. When we're staying at the school site, us girls would fill up the tubs of water in the mornings, which was mainly the younger girls. So it was usually Chloe, Talia and um, Becky would help and whatever. Anyway, you still, you just didn't want to use a lot of water. Okay. So after like, I think it was three days of getting used to this new showering system. You just felt dirty, like nothing apart from the fact that, okay, you didn't feel dirty and it was probably because you haven't had a proper shower like you're used to. Then everything was dirty. So like, you know, the tents had mud in it because we're walking in and out and um, the clothes wasn't that clean because the, where the, the tents were inside, like your suitcase, just nothing stayed really clean. And, and then where we were living and cooking and everything, it just, it felt like everything was just an extra level of dirty or messy or whatever. So given everything felt like it was dirty or dirtier and then to not have felt like you had a proper shower, it's just, oh, anyway. Then one day um, they tell us, oh, we can go to the river. So you can go and bathe in the river because people go and bathe there and 
Um, it'll be great. So we end up going to the river. We end up all going on the truck. The river's about 10 minutes away and probably a third of that is on proper roads. The rest is like through um, dirt roads, which were kind of more mud roads. Anyway, we all go down to this river and there's just water flowing like in abundance. But we obviously weren't, it was a big river, super wide. Um, there wasn't a lot of people there, but you could tell it was somewhere where it was quite busy when it is busy. So anyway, we go down there and so I don't wear togs, so I wear a t-shirt and shorts. So I had to wash myself as I would, like under my shirt and my shorts. So you still didn't get like a proper, proper clean. But I will tell you, having water flowing and completely covering my body from head to toe was one of the most cleanest feelings I could have had in that whole trip. It was out of this world. It was just something where I was like, thank you, Jesus, for water. I, after three days, I just appreciated the fact that you could have nonstop water on your body while you soaped up, while you scrubbed like mud and dirt that, you know, just because of the conditions where we were working, like I would often end up with dirty legs, like up to my knees and not because I was in like knee deep mud, but just the stuff you're doing just ended up getting your legs really dirty. To be able to just soak my body in water, which to be honest, wasn't the cleanest, but it was pretty good. Before the rain, the water was almost crystal clear, but you knew that it was contaminated. Like everyone kind of Stuff just gets flushed into the river, but it was super clean. Like I will say it was crisp. I wouldn't have had a bath in it if I had thought it was sketchy. I just remember me seeing the abundance of water and being like, thank you, Jesus. Then I remember just seeing like the flow and just the speed of the water where I was like, wow, it's not even stagnant water. It's water that is moving and is clean and is refreshing. And it was, it wasn't that warm of a day, but it was cool enough. The water was cool enough that I was like, this is even refreshing to my body after like a day of work. So I'm cleaning myself, I'm washing my hair and I'm washing it properly. Like it was pretty sweet. And I remember just sitting as I'm kind of lying and sitting in the water and I'm just feeling the pressure on my back and I'm, I'm sitting on these cold rocks um, at the bottom of the river and just hearing the water. All I could think of, I'm like, and Jesus like compared what he had to offer to water. And like, he's the water of life and if you drink of me, you'll never thirst. Like all I could think of was like, there was this level of appreciation for the abundance of water, not just because a little bit of, but because it was so much water. 
after trying to do showers with minimal water, there was just this, like, just this sense of, like, gratitude about abundance. And I've kind of reflected on it, and I remember it was just very, like, it was very, like, super significant for me that day because I felt so dirty and knowing that I'm going to get, like, cleaned up real good in this river and then having the sense of just being so clean that I was like, like, God, what, like, what is it? What is it that you, like, in this moment of feeling so thankful for the abundance, like, what, what is that? Like, how does that relate to me and you? And honestly, there's so many applications. Like I could have gone the baptismal route. I could have gone the like, oh, you're so clean, but Jesus, I mean, you're so dirty, but Jesus cleans you up. And you know what God gave me? He was like, Catalina, the more that you have me, the more that you'll appreciate me. And I think the reason why that really stood out was because at staff worship uh, at the school that I work at, one of the teachers was sharing, and honestly, I can't remember all of what she shared, but um, I'm going to say who it is. Celia Moncrief um, shared this analogy of when, you're, when you stop drinking water, you kind of get used to not drinking water. Like if you haven't drunk water all day and you have a cup of water before you go to bed and then you wake up the next day, you can kind of go a whole day without water and then drink a little bit of water. But if you've been super intentional about drinking water, and I've seen this happen to me, if I'm like fill up my bottle and as soon as I wake up, I start, I start drinking and when I'm doing my devotionals, I'm drinking water and then before breakfast, I drink water. And if I'm choosing to not have breakfast and have, you know, one meal that day and just drink water, you actually miss the water. But what Celia's point was, but if you go long enough without drinking water, you'll actually get used to it. And she made a connection with like spending time with God. And honestly, in that moment, it was really profound because I felt like God was reminding me, Catalina, when you're in my presence in abundance, you'll experience how refreshing it is, how cleansing it is, how invigorating, how um, just necessary it is to have me in abundance. But if you settle for the scoop or the ladle of water, you'll get used to that as well. And even as impractical and as uncomfortable and as not ideal as the ladle and scoop is, you'll get used to it because you're not investing in the abundance. You're not seeking it out. And as I've reflected on that in, in terms of, you know, what it really spoke to me in relation to what um, Celia had shared during her staff worship, you know, it, God has expanded on it a little bit more and spoken to me in a way that it was like Catalina. Even the sense of community, like if you isolate yourself from community, and I'm being very specific as in if you isolate yourself from Christian community of community that upholds 
the love of Jesus and upholds the truth of God and everything that, you know, is so important. You're gonna you're gonna get used to just this group. That little bit of community is gonna become so comfortable. I just gonna settle for it. And so as I wanted to share that with you all today, I think for me, those were the two really important lessons. Catalina, seek my my presence in abundance and also seek to be around Christian community in abundance. Because I'll be the first one to say to you, like if I have to choose between picking, hanging out with Christians or Adventists, I'm like, I'm going to pick non-Adventists and I'm going to pick non-believers because I think in terms of us really seeking to be a light, we need to be around those whose lives are a little darker than ours. While we stay in the echo chambers of Adventism or Christianity, we can miss some really important and valuable opportunities to serve God and to serve others through our witness, through our testimony, through our experience with God. So that's my encouragement for each one of you today, to consider that, like, are you, are you having experiences with God where it's just a scoop? It's just a little bit. It's just enough. It's just enough to do what is necessary for the task. Or are you soaking up the abundance that he has to offer in the river that's cool, that's comfortable, that's overwhelming almost, but just so, so refreshing and satisfying to the soul. Like go to the river. Go to the river. It's not as convenient. It's 10 minutes away and it's not the easiest, um, you know, journey there. It's rough roads. But the, the river has so much to offer you. In seeking God's presence, he has so much to offer you than just settling for a little scoop of him each day. And seek community. I get it. There's a lot of people that have been hurt by church and it's easier and more comfortable to just do the online thing, online church, um, do the podcasts, do the YouTube, you know, whatever it is that you're kind of opting for because you're opting out of connection because of whatever's happened. Still seek community. Seek it out. Form it. Create it. Establish it. Whatever it is. Establish a healthy community. If you've been hurt by church, establish a healthy one. Or even better, be the healthy one. Amongst the unhealthy churches, the churches that are hurting people. Pray and see if God is asking you to be the one person who can actually be influential in making sure that no one else gets hurt. Yeah. God offers us the river. We just have to try and 
commit to seeking it out, whatever that looks like. Okay, until next week, my prayer, my hope, and my desire. They stay warm in God's love. They stay cool for Jesus' name. And may the Holy Spirit just continue to fill us in abundance because God gives in abundance. He doesn't hold back. All right. See you. Ciao for now.